0: Welcome to the Fat AZ Muskie podcast. I'm Andy. Joining on the phone, I have Todd. Hi, Todd.
1: I'm here with bells on. Shoot him in the leg.
0: There you go. All right. This show is brought to you by Fat AZ Muskie Products. Fatazmuskie.com is the website. If um, I'm sure podcast, you know, faithful podcast listeners um, have noticed that this show is coming out later than usual. We've been trying to hit like a two week two week uh, stagger between shows, I guess you could say. And uh, But if you were on the website, you would also notice something at the uh, shopping cart, which is no longer there, saying that orders will um, have to wait till today to ship as of last week. Obviously, we're here. All I said all of that to say I was out of town last week. And uh, sorry for the tardiness on this show and for getting out the orders. But things are rocking and rolling again just prior to my departure I did get oh th- this is one of those things Todd hasn't heard about this so i'm gonna I'm gonna explain it in much more detail so I place my big order with down east and generally it's a day or two and I'll get a whole bunch of salties coming in uh to have for the uh the sale of the rod holders and whatever it was, all the, the weeks are all melting together, but I was told that it's going to be essentially like the end of May before I even could possibly get my rod holders. And I'm like, well, okay, so I'll go put that up on the website. And I did. And right before, I'd say a couple of days prior to, um, my departure, I got an email saying, Hey, I shipped part of your order. You know, thanks for understanding and that was from Steve at Down East. I'm like, oh, this is great. So I got a box, and when I order a box, it's, it's 37 salties. Um, you might ask, why 37? Well, because UPS has a cutoff on a weight, and 37 salties is just under the cutoff. If we went 38, the shipping just is skyrocketing. It's, it's like a heavy, whatever, heavy object, sur- surcharge of sorts. It used to be like forty salties. Now it's down to thirty-seven, and you know whatever. So I get the box at, at the at at work, and you know whatever. It it was a busy week two weeks ago, and I just take it, throw it in the truck, and then I you know I get here and I had a like an order or two, and I open it up. I'm like, man, this seems kind of light. And I look, start looking at the box. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of tape on this. This might be a time I should probably count these. 23. Oh gosh. <laughs> and I look around and I'm like, "What what's going on?" I recount them. I'm like, "I see what happened. UPS mishandled the box. The box blew open, and I guess rather than picking all of them up, maybe they just taped the box shut and just said, "Yeah, whatever fell on the ground is, you know, whatever." I don't know. Right. But I got I'm very confident that Steve sent 37 And I only got 23. So, and I hate making these emails or phone calls. In this case, I did an email saying, hey, I just want to let you know, I mean, how do we do a claim on this? Because this was not a cheap date to lose those, you know, 14 rod holders. And he's like, well, you know, I'll get, I'll I'll get these out as soon as you can. So now here I am. And I'm like, I hate even bringing this up, but like this, this takes it to where, there's nothing left on the bone if I just ate this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, it's taping money to every rod holder. And I hate, I mean, I appreciate you bending over backwards to get me my partial order, but now I got to give you this bad news, by the way, uh, one third of them are somewhere between here and Maine. Yeah. And I know you're really busy and I hate to ask you this, but what what I think this would be a great claim on, um, UPS and stuff He's Like, I'll, I'll try to get these out as soon as I can there's no promise it might be a couple of weeks listen man I get it I said I, I, I got my stuff covered for right now but so I'm like well, on one hand I got 23 more than I thought I was going to get you know whatever yeah. 10 days sooner <laughs> paid,
1: but... Paid for, but we paid for 37 yeah and I, I know where you're coming from I don't even like to bring stuff like that up either and I, I'll bet you, there's lots of times it doesn't get even. Some people will just be like, I'm not even going to go deal deal with it. I mean, who knows how long it'll take for that claim to go through?
0: Oh, it, it probably fast. won't. They probably drag their feet so long, everyone forgets yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and they, and it's probably a, there's, be happy somewhere between here and Maine. There's A whole bunch of replacement down east.
0: Oh and then, and then like the, there's there's the like the evil part of me that's in my head saying I bet you the guy that like it probably wasn't purposely done but like hey these things are on the floor. I know exactly what these things are.
1: Yeah. I I'm just yeah, going to tape right this box up and like, I'm
0: going to kick them under I my love, workbench.
1: <laughs> <I> love these. <laughs> they're great rod holders. Yeah.
0: But I mean for all I know they could have been throwing them from one truck to another truck the thing busted open it was dark out they yeah. I I, I mean, there's a million ways it could have played out, but there's the part of me that's like, I mean, they probably wouldn't have their job, but you'd be like, "Hey, I know what's inside this box. Look at look at this yeah. address."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but I mean, I don't know. It just it is what it is. It's just like that. Uh, the story I had with the rod holders going to Germany.
1: Yeah. Well, he told you he did ship 37 in the package, though. or?
0: Yes. Every Every time he he has a 30. box. He ships to me. It's always 37. It even mm-hmm. said 37 on the box. The invoice yeah. said 37. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, mistakes happen, and it just, with oh, the yeah. way everything goes, has been know. going, I should say. It mm-hmm. doesn't surprise me. And I'm like, well, this was at least a bonus. You know, I got these. and You got some. I yeah. got some. And now I'm, I'm down to three. Probably never seen that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm down to three, and I'm like, man, and I have an outstanding order for Vix. Vix wanted wanted a bunch of rod holders, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, sorry, Vic, you're you're gonna wait because <laughs> I'm, to I'm wait, not gonna yeah. take you know over fifty uh-huh. percent of the holders that I got and just turn uh-huh. around and, and put them in one box and send them. Um. Yeah. So I've been. I'm it, gonna. It's
1: really. But it, it's really hard to make the call, like you're saying, because you're going to look at it the other way, which I had this happen a few times on eBay sales, you know. It was like, I'm not going to get tracking and stuff on this. And this someone calls, It's like, yeah, I never got it. Okay, well, it says it delivered, but you never got it. <laughs> so did they get it? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and the other person can easily say, I wonder why... You, they do this at this point you know he probably got his 37 he's telling me he got 23 (laughs) yeah it puts you on the defensive (laughs) it it,
0: it does and like because yeah it can come across as like i'm just trying to get another you know 13 or 14 or whatever the the, the number was but then i'm also like you know i'm like for how many years i've bought how many thousands of these things Mm -hmm. why all of a sudden would i now bring this up If it was, yeah, if it was, if it was one or two, (laughs) I probably would have been like, you know what? I'm not even going to bring this up. Yeah. Yeah. But so anyways, yeah, after, (laughs) after I got home and shipped mm, many packages, I'm down to three. So I'm down and I I still have the the note up on the website for rod holders um, that I'm still going to be on the waiting list because... I mean the point of me taking it down for what 48 hours just to put yeah. it back up. Yeah. And uh I mean but the thing is is like what the, the the cool thing about all of this I mean maybe I go to autopilot like when I'm buying stuff online I'm just like yeah that's it click 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 done and don't even mm-hmm. look. I've had a lot mm-hmm. of phone calls and text messages asking about inventory of the Down East. So, people are reading this stuff, which is kind of, like, reassuring that, like, hey, if if I need to put some message out there, like, you know, whatever.
1: That's where to throw it, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going to put it up there, and, you know, I I try to be as, you know, honest as possible, because this this is, like, new, like, not having inventory on some of these things that I could, you know, readily purchase for the last, whatever, so many years. Um, But, yeah, so... That's that's kind of a little thing there with the rod holders. Uh, as far as the AZ bases go, we're sitting pretty. Um, we've been running a bunch at work. I'm getting more tubes. We have more quick attach uh, of the rail mounts. You know, if anyone remembers that video from, I don't know, a couple, three months ago. I got a whole bunch more of them. They were sold out. I do need to update the website on on that sold out. I have that written sold out. But, yeah, I mean, we're we're... Rebuilding inventory really nice here, and uh, but right now my my big thing is waiting on those down east. Um, Bait-wise, the website is up to date with what we have inventory-wise of the casting baits and the tough shads, though some of those tough shads are going to be leaving whenever I meet up with you next, Todd. Mm-hmm. They're going up to New York at the state park, the little restaurant. Yeah. There
1: ready about sailing at the state park and the restaurant people have been getting stuff there for years it was closed last year you couldn't even go in the building but yeah, we're gonna have that up and running. i always put some leaders in there and we have a few you just use some oddball raptors and some oddball lures and sometimes you can find a gem in there uh
0: yeah sometimes we randomly put things in there that people would like crawl over each other to get <laughs>
1: Just like yeah. let's see how long this lasts exactly yeah <laughs> I did it with a, um, I'll just say it, I did it with some, when we did our thing with, uh, with
0: uh, Zach.
1: I've done it with Zach Baker. I put a Goldie Baker in there just to see how long it would take somebody to pick one up at the price that we get them for back then. It was 35 bucks. And yeah, it was like gone at the end of the day. And I was like, I can't believe someone came in here and found that that quick.
0: I think we did it with Wiley's too, didn't we?
1: Oh yeah. I had Wiley's in there. Yeah. Yeah. We used to pick up some at the end of the shows that, he, that the the few remaining ones that he didn't sell, we'd grab some fat bodies and just stick them in there. It was just fun to see how long it took. Usually it would be the right, usually they'd last in there a day or two. And the next thing you know, I'd look at it, it was like, oh, they're gone. Somebody saw them. <laughs> yep. The right person walked in to grab a sandwich. It's like, holy crap.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, it, it, there's just so many ways that like you stumble on this stuff. Like I, there are days that I'm like thinking that advertising, like, you know, you just look at the advertisements. I mean, I just got done driving 1300 miles and I saw billboards the whole way. And you know, like the billboards are like, do billboards work? They just Uh did. And I'm like, okay, that's catchy. And I just keep on driving and stuff, but I never once was like, Hey, I really want to visit more on what they were trying to sell me on, whatever it was, local insurance company or something. But then like, but then there's always these like little nuggets that come back around, like maybe someone was get eating a sandwich or something at the restaurant. And they're like, "Hey, I wonder if cousin so and so or uncle whatever would like this." They snap a photo and they send it off to them, and you know they might not even be in the state. They're like, "Hey, yeah. look at these muskie!" You know, it's just you just yeah. wonder how yeah. powerful that word of mouth is because we don't really advertise it like push yeah. it hard that hey, there's a restaurant that's. You know, essentially a hole in the wall and there's high-end <laughs> baits sitting in here.
1: <laughs> Just every once in a while.
0: Yeah, one of these baits mm-hmm. is going to cost more than your family's uh, lunch tab.
1: hmm And that's what people, I sit in there and look and they're like, oh my gosh, look at these baits. Like when I'm getting lunch or something or dinner. And people are like, oh my gosh, look at the price on those baits. And then you see other people walking there's like, holy crap, look at that.
0: <laughs> you got any cash on you? I need to have this and they're like they
1: buy it. it's cash. They they won't run our card. <laughs> like, I'll be back. Hold this for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Put this put this behind there, hiding behind the napkin dispenser. <laughs> right.
1: yes. It's fun. We have fun with
0: it. It's 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 yeah, it's all good stuff. But uh Musky Tackle Online and Team Rhino Outdoors. They uh they both have they should. Maybe, I don't know. I haven't talked to them recently, but they have baits. Team Rhino has the exclusive colors with some standards and musky tackle online has a lot of standard colors and Hogan's hut. You were in there recently, right? Todd.
1: Yes. Hogan's hut. Lots of them. They, they were just getting them or they were the only ones on the wall right now. They're getting their musky stuff pulled out. They, they switch things around. They're getting out of Turkey season and into the seasonal fishing, stuff. But, uh, yeah. Uh, McDonald's has some, McDonald's Sports Shop, Supply, Porterville. So, yeah.
0: Good deal. So then um, do Muddy Creek stuff.
1: Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. We are, I got two more days to do here in Pennsylvania. Tomorrow and the next day, and then I'm heading up to New York along with Vance. We'll be heading up, and we are starting up on Saturday, opening day. We'll be fishing through November. What time in November, I don't know, but summertime is pretty full. I got a couple openings in August, got a couple days in September, still got quite a few in October, but that's a long ways away. So, uh, you know, get a hold of us, give us a call. We'll be doing some evening trips on some days we can do that. You know, we get guys out early and get them done and uh, we will do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish. That's all I got to say about that.
0: Nice. All right. You will also, on your trip with Todd or Vance, will be fishing out of Ranger boats. Um Todd, do you well, I'm gonna make this real easy. Your ranger boat, your eighteen eighty angler. Do you give it a mm-hmm. thumbs up or a thumbs down?
1: Oh, it's a thumbs up fishing, absolutely. Yep.
0: There. What more do we need? A thumbs up. you heard it right here? Um Great boats. Those angler series are much more of a price point uh, that I'd say most most serious fishing boats are going to be right in that realm. And the layout is great. You can uh, check them out. I think it's like rangerboats.com. I don't even know the website. I'm ad-libbing here. But yeah. you know, check them out. Um, you know, I've heard a little... I don't think the wait is as long as what people are saying, but I could be wrong because I've heard some lead times like under like a couple months. Uh, I guess it might be depending on how, how your boat is being built, but, um, definitely check them out. They have an aluminum series as well, which is a very nice boat. Uh, they have a nice series on uh, YouTube. I enjoyed watching them when they were coming out, that aluminum series, uh, on like the build and what they do and how it's different. So, um, if you're in the boat market, definitely check them out. And if you're in and around the area where we are, uh, a great marina to check out would be Vix Marine Sports Center. They sell, obviously, Rangers, Tritons, the, uh, let's see, Starcraft, Weld, Used inventory. They got great service. They are fishermen. They are not there trying to sell ski boats, pontoon boats, pool noodles and all that other stuff. This is more geared towards the outdoorsman. So give them a call, see what they can offer you. If you're in the market for a boat, St. Croix rods, best rods on earth. Um, I got a rod that came in, at least that's what you sent me in a text. Yeah. Gonna, yes, we to going to play so around it. with that a little bit. See how that
1: that's one. Yep.
0: Um, but, St. Croix has a very extensive lineup of fresh and salt water rods, and they got a great warranty. American company and mostly made in America. Just about anything that you want to catch on this continent, St. Croix has a rod. So be sure to check them out there. And our newest partner here is Aquatraction. So, you know, typically. I mean I I was kind of I was in this boat that I always thought there was like two kinds of flooring. Ah, I mean two main kinds of flooring. You have the vinyl flooring and you have carpet in boats. And it was brought to my attention back at the Vix open house Vance told me about this this one company and he was talking with him and stuff like that. I'm like, "Man, I never even really considered this." Now I know this was this isn't new stuff. It's been in the saltwater industry for you know, quite some time now. And I'm sure it, it bled into fresh water, but it seems like salt water stuff really gets hold first and it's just a bigger market. But I mean, th- this is some really nice stuff. Um, if you're looking to replace the uh, existing floor covering in your boat, be sure to check this out. It's 100% cross link closed cell polyethylene foam. So more or less this closed cell is, it's not an open cell to where stuff, it, it's not going to absorb stuff like a sponge sponge is an open cell. This is a foam similar to like a sponge. It's, it's a lot firmer and it it has a good feel. It has a little bit of give. So it, it doesn't hurt your legs, you know, over the course of a day. Um, it's also stain resistant that has to do with that closed cell. It's not going to absorb all of the nastiness that you really don't want. Like carpet, even though it's a fibrous thing, you're going to get slime and blood and goop and gunk in it. And it's kind of going to be in there. It's going to settle itself down. Not with this stuff. This stuff doesn't shrink and there's no peeling. Um, this each install is customized to your boat. It was really neat. I watched my boat get done. He brought this cool little tool out there and he was dropping these like points with, with this measuring device and it was drawing it on the computer. And I, you know, I'm, very familiar with the process of manufacturing and this caught my interest it was really neat when uh when he came to install all the stuff for me it was it's like a perfect fit like there was there was nothing here that i was like oh this is off a little this and that really nice clean professional job um you know i really like it um it has a great warranty and it outperforms its competition who use eva foam and this is some nice stuff. So if you're looking to uh, get some floor covering, by all means, you should probably check this out. Aqua Traction, uh, you can contact Nick at amfmarine.com. That is his email. Or go to amfmarine.com, which is the website uh, if you're in our area. So be sure to check that stuff out. All right. I think I had everything. If not, I think so, too. If not, I apologize. So,
1: did a fine job. You didn't let me do anything. That's good.
0: I know. I wanted to hammer through this because we, we got we got a lot of stuff to kind of catch up on. Yeah. Um, you know. So let's uh, let's talk turkey.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: I mean, even though this is this seems like forever ago. I mean, just with schedules and everything going yes. on, you you had a pretty good season.
1: Yeah. Still, actually, turkey season. I still. Look around for them, but uh, yeah, that's the highlight of my annually. It's a high, highlight of my year. Like I've already been thinking, wow, it's going to be a long time till next spring. All I got to do is go fish about 140 days, deer hunt, wait a couple months, and then I can get to do it again. That's how much I like turkey hunting. But that's me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So you had some success early on.
1: Yes, did, did a youth hunt with my daughter incredible day gobblers in the field. We've watched gobblers for two hours and, uh, just couldn't get them to close. I just have her shooting a little 20 gauge with my grandpa's gun. And, uh, uh, it, it, it shoots good. I mean, I, I did the patterning on, it's got a scope, which helps her out and helps me out. At, uh, actually too, with, you know, running a scope, but, uh, uh, she finally, one finally committed at like 20 after nine. These birds came into field just before seven. And uh, it happened to be the a Jake, but she had already told me she had never even got a turkey before. And she's like, I really don't care. I said, you know, you know what the difference is? The other ones have a beard. It's like four inches longer. That's the only <laughs> difference. So. The Jake came in and she hammered it. And of course, the two long beards walked right over and are standing over the dead Jake flopping around. And I I, I, I mean, I wasn't upset about it, but I was like, ah. Oh.
0: That's the way the cookie crumbles, though.
1: We could have had them. You know, they finally came in. To the, Yeah, we had them at 50 yards and I didn't want her to shoot that far because I know she's going to be very upset if she would wound something. But I put a hammer on the Jake. I had an unbelievable season. And, uh, it was over quick. Uh, yeah, it was a great year.
0: So, okay. So your daughter got one and then mm-hmm. how how quickly thereafter did you get your
1: first? So her that was Saturday and then there was a week delay and then ours started on Saturday. I went to a, uh, went with a buddy of mine that actually there's a farm that he, uh, farm that he leases to farm and, uh, I went over and I sat with him. I was going to try to call one in for him. And of course we ran into the old opening day of Turkey thing. Like we're, we're about 50 yards from the blind. And I, I was walking in the dark at four, four 50 in the morning. And I was like, there's a guy standing there in front of us. And my buddy, Denny was like, what? I said, there's, there's a guy standing right beside, the, right over here. You know, <laughs> we go over and so that was a big debacle of a day, to be honest, you know. I mean, so so on. that
0: guy did you con? Did you talk to the guy, confront him, or? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I didn't, but Denny did. It was one of those deals. The guy's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa who are you?" Well, I'm hunting with this guy. He's like, "Well, his property is about 300 yards over that way." At least this land, <laughs> uh, he's like, "This is not the property." And he's like, "I I farm." He said, "I got one day. I got up at four o'clock this morning to come turkey hunting." I'm going to have one day with my buddy here. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it got messed up. But, uh,
0: so, so that day was shot
1: that, that day got shot. And then Monday I went out and got a, uh, I had great, great morning. Uh, man, they come out of the tree at a little after six. I was trying to get a shot at the one Tom. They were coming down through the woods. They were heading towards the field. And, uh, I was set, set up on the edge of the field and I was looking at the one and they were just gobbling. I could see them. It was it was a wet, rainy, rainy morning. And, uh, there's a couple popped up right, right beside me, heading to the field, gobbling. I mean, it was just simple. I'd made like two calls. They were going to another field. And since as as I called, they turned and started walking my way. And there was three in that. There was, so there was one and then three and. They came in really close. And the one I was like, wow, that one's got a nice big beard. I'll shoot that one. And I shot him and I went over. And the reason the beard looks so big is because there was three of them.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. Is so, is that yeah. your
0: first multiple beard?
1: I got a double beard at once, like a 10 and a half inch beard, like a six inch beard. This one had a uh, 10 and a half, seven and six, six and a half, something like that. But yeah. So I got a three beard. It was pretty cool mm-hmm. and uh then I went out the next morning and got a tom that was even bigger than that one, but it not with all the beards, yeah, but much larger bird
0: and in, in the same area,
1: no, no, I went to a different spot there okay. I was in my old i went to my old stomping grounds down in ohwood, where I always used to send you the pictures at quarter after six, mm-hmm. even for you, I don't even think you were at work yet, and you're like. Wow, that didn't take long.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> those were what the we easy did for years. years. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but this one was the same way. One bird, gobbling. I went up, made some calls. I thought, I, and and I wasn't expecting that he just like he hammered, answered, and I heard behind, like he was coming right towards me. I could hear him. He, I flew, him, heard heard him fly down. I was ready, and I heard behind, like off to my i i. Heard just off to my back far left over my left shoulder, I heard the uh that this spit drum they do. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, Oh boy. And I turned my head just a little bit around and he was standing right. Somehow he made a circle up around <laughs> me. He was standing there. It took me about fifteen minutes to pull it off, but we got him. Nice big Tom, ten inch beard. So I had an incredible season. I love that stuff.
0: Nice. And yeah. then, okay, so a c- couple things on the turkey season. So uh, I'm just going to come right out and say I have never shot a turkey. <laughs> I, 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 and, I, I mean, I, I've had, I've, I've, when I was younger, and you mm-hmm. know, my dad was not a turkey hunter, and you know, he took me because that's what you do when you're in, you know, your early teens is you want to hunt every season, shoot anything mm-hmm. that comes through, and I've had opportunities. Um, It was it was my main opportunity that comes to my, you know, the most recent memory is um, he had a turkey goblin. It kind of came in. I had a clean shot. But I remembering the uh, hunter safety instructor saying, if you don't see a beard, you don't shoot it. Mm -hmm. And I could not. It it was such the the beard on this Jake was non-existent. Mm -hmm. it had a bright red head. If if I would have seen it gobble, I would have shot it, but it just came in and it never strutted. And, you know, afterwards, you know, my dad tried to make a move on it. The turkey saw him move and, um, right away he goes, why didn't you shoot? I said, there was no beard. And that, that was like, that was it. I mean, it was neat. My, you know, you know, it had my heart going and stuff like that, but it just, it never, it never really grabbed onto me. And then as Mm -hmm. I get older, I, I, I don't want to put these quite into this comparison, but there's, there's a lot of overall feeling, which is not something you can't really pinpoint very well feeling that I get that mimics the story of what you said. The opening morning of Turkey stuff reminds me a lot of opening day of trout. All of a sudden, all these hunters come out, everyone's, you know, fighting over spots and this and that, and, just just it it, it's a mess that i'm like i don't even want to be a part of this Mm -hmm. and
1: and it definitely can happen that's part of turkey hunting is finding the out of place you know off the wall area out of the way area at least for that opening day because i mean you gotta remember these things i'm i I know you've heard i know you don't hunt them but you know when they're when, when they're up in the tree at 5.30 in the morning, gobbling like crazy. I mean, you can hear them from a mile away. So if there's not, they, they can definitely draw attention. And everyone's going to go to that area, you know. <laughs> yeah, no it, it's, it's like, yeah.
0: I mean, and I get it. I mean, the whole purpose of these people getting up in the morning is because you want to go and shoot this turkey. Yeah. But, I, but I'm looking at like, man, to me, it's like this, this, this greed, this like, I want this thing so bad. I am going to trespass. I am going to do mm-hmm. things that do not make sense that I would not normally do. And yeah. and I see, you know, I see the articles in the news reports and stuff of how people are getting shot or mm-hmm. shooting each other over a turkey. And I'm like, I don't get this. You're going to pull, what, three pounds of meat off this thing? Yeah. And essentially you might, you might cut the spurs. You're going to cut the beard. Maybe you have the tail fan. And then what? Like uh-huh. to, to me, it's almost like, boom, it's done. Okay, on to the next thing. It's almost like throw it in the weeds. I'm on. The, I'm. Where's the next one? <laughs> yeah. And and, and, and yeah. there's and there's like an empty feeling afterwards. And you know, I'm not trying to compare it to any other style of hunting, but I just I uh-huh. every turkey hunter that I talk to, and I I know a lot of them uh-huh. have told me at least one story of, oh yeah, so and so was trespassing or they did this or they got, you know, I was working this one Turkey for an hour and then all of a sudden out of the weeds pops this guy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I, I mean, like, why would yep. I want to be a part of this?
1: Yeah. Yep. But, but like out at your place at your property there, I mean, that would be something where you would, you, you would could definitely take the offense there. Like, what are you doing? You know, and, and get them out of there. But I mean, most of the times I've had encounters like that. I had I had something like that happen last year was a bad year because everybody was off work. And I ran into some hundreds of different areas that, you know, I, I called a bird and he was going, and he was coming up. And, you know, I really feel these guys came up over the hill and the one guy sat down like 20 yards from me. All the, but you have to remember, I'm sitting there in full camo working a bird. And when he did that, I reached in the back, and I pulled out an orange hat, and he looked at me, and his eyes got huge. Like, and he stood up and walked over, got his buddy, and they walked back down over the hill. They had no idea I was there. You're sitting there in full camo. Uh,
0: I mean, yeah, you got to watch any movement there. Yeah. I mean, even, like, grabbing that orange. I mean, that that's there even, isn't. that's spooky there to where, I mean, I understand the whole orange thing, but almost like, hey, how about I just, can I use that? Pen dot yellow or that, you know, the the construction crew yellow, because (laughs) that orange in a red head can be easily mistaken from a guy that's just looking for movement. Yeah. And uh, And that's just,
1: uh, yeah. And I know that's how the accidents happen. I can't relate because if you're going to shoot at movement and you're going to shoot at these turkeys, you're never going to get one. If you shoot somebody and thinking it was a person, you've probably never got a turkey because it's not a, they're not easy to kill out there in in the wild, but uh, yeah, I mean more often than not when it's happened to me, the, 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 and that was on that was on state land, but it was a very remote piece of state land that I've never. It's where I got that big bird on Tuesday, the second day that I hunted. Uh, I'd never even think of running into anybody there, but last year there were some people around. But I have more satisfaction getting that than if I go out there and sit in a stand and shoot a buck. I mean, that's
0: just me. No, oh, and that's perfectly all right. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just, it's different things. And I mean, my, my May is is just, it's so busy. And mm-hmm. with the kids getting older, it's just, it's becoming more busy, but it's a lot of making our own prison kind of busy.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And,
0: you know, it it is what it is. And then We, I got thrown in to, I, I I am not one to want to go and travel and do vacations. Like what would be typically what a, I guess you would say an average vacation. Is that just, I, I, I think I got a bad attitude on this stuff. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, I'm not immune to the fact that I have a poor attitude on vacations. Um, but I just. You know, that, that's, that's what ended up what we did last week. Mm-hmm. And well, so let's think of Turkey season. It's the month of May. Yeah. Well, I just took seven days out of it. Mm-hmm. Throw in mother's day, throw in one, two, three birthdays. Yeah. And, you know, I, I got all the other crap, this standard house stuff that I got to do and working five days. It's just like, I ain't got yeah. time for this stuff yeah. though if I would have had a shotgun with me while I was running chainsaws, I could have absolutely shot a couple turkeys. (laughs) Could have got some. Yeah. It's for whatever reason, they they don't care when the chainsaw is running and you set it Mm -hmm. down and then you just hear them gobbling a hundred yards away and you're like, I'm just going to walk over this hill and Hey, look at, there's one right there. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean,
1: well, I mean, it's all in what you, and I know you take some time to do your deer hunting and you know, with the art with bow or with your, you know, season stuff which i don't do because i'm fishing but you know there was a lot of people were calling to fish in pennsylvania here that uh you know i was like nope no openings i'm booked that's because i do block off eight or ten days to be beginning of the season because i want to get my turkeys mm-hmm. i mean it, it, it's a lot great... for me but yeah it's a
0: great time of year
1: oh it's a unbelievable that's the it's nice well wasn't that nice this year weather early but
0: or as of recent
1: yeah it was very cold there it's beginning now it's really hot but yeah but uh on what you enjoy
0: i love it but you know so i'm going to talk a little bit about my little trip here um my wife had us booked um down to it's south of Virginia Beach. It's 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 a little area called Sandbridge, and it's essentially almost into North Carolina. And I've been to the ocean before. Eh, this is my poor attitude. I could take it or leave it. Um, sand it gets everywhere. I I I cannot. That there are certain things, and I'm sure people absolutely say this about me. Like I can go out, you know. Mm, March, April, May and run chainsaws and, and do stuff like that for essentially making areas for deer in the woods. And they're like, "Why would you do that? That's a lot of work." And I'm like, "Why would you sit on the beat?" I mean, I watched because in the condos we were in, we 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 were at like 20% capacity. And that that's a guess. It could have been 10%, it could have been 30. I just know this. There weren't a lot of cars in your designated parking spots. And so we would just we would we were started identifying the same families essentially setting up in the exact same spots on the beach. Cause my view out the window was the beach and you know, we'd see some of these people get out there at like 10 o'clock and they're tearing down at 7 PM. I'm like, you guys haven't moved. You yeah. literally, <laughs> I don't even know if you got up to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. sat here all day and you started the day in the sun, then you got into the shade because of this, the way the sun moved over your umbrella or tent or whatever you had. And then you were back in the sun again. How are you not burnt to a crisp? Because I was dressed up like like head to toe kind of stuff because even with sunscreen, I burn. And those like sun shirts, I'd have like my big brimmed hat, not the Amish Andy hat. I was, that had to stay home. But my sister made me one out of like tin cloth. And I would put this hood up on the sun shirt and put this over my head and sunscreen and, you know, whatever. It was what it was. But I was able to to carve out a little small piece of sanity because I'm sitting here. I'm like, what am I doing? I could be doing something and my brain starts going. And I'm like, you, you're you here. You might as well just.
1: That's the hard part, just being able to relax. And that's that, that's what happens. That's what happens to me there. So you get up and walk. I don't sit I don't sit there on the beach. Mm-hmm. I do stuff. You know, you do what you can.
0: Yeah, I, I essentially, but, yes, there were a I lot of seashells. To... Yeah. I mean, I went to Daytona Beach when I was younger, and there was nothing there. And my parents explained to me that, yeah, this is a popular spot, and these these things get picked over. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, there's shells here. And then it turned into, like, me shed hunting for shells.
1: Exactly. And yeah. I—
0: You make something of it, yeah. And then it ended up, like, the kids tried, but they just couldn't stand the surf like I could— And I would just fill up the little buckets that they had and we'd go back to the uh, condo at night and I would do the, the draft. We would, (laughs) I would do a draft (laughs) to where we'd line them all up and they got to pick who went first and and, like the draft order. And they would then choose the shells that they wanted and there was a trade season. They could trade whichever ones and you know, whatever. So long story short, they came back with three, three full one gallon freezer bags of shells which probably yeah. was closer to eight to ten initially, we had to we yeah. had to set some free because we just could not bring this many shells home <laughs> but that yeah. that was like my one thing of of like hey this is this is I can do this, I can concentrate on this is my task, and mm-hmm. the one thing that really slowed me down and was i I started wading out you know maybe knee deep and like this spot on this beach this one area. I'm like there's a little bit of you know topography going on in here. I was out twice as far as I would be any other spot, but I was still half the depth. Mm-hmm. Like, this is kind of neat, and you know I'm barefoot, and then i you know I look about i don't know five eight feet in front of me, and I'm like, that's a stingray. This yeah. is the wild. I'm getting <laughs> yeah, out of here <laughs> and, was it a stingray i don't i I'm not privy on all this stuff. It had the shape of a stingray, it looked like the Webster yep. dictionary mm-hmm. picture of a stingray. It could have been a ray that was perfectly fine. It, who knows what it was? But I'm like, yeah, I, I'm same. out of here. I mean, I'm they, barefoot. They're,
1: they're all the same. I mean, there's lots of skate, skates down there. They call them and stingrays, they're, but they're all the same shape. And
0: yeah, so it was about a foot across you know and wrong maybe wrong. two foot long, including its long tail. And I'm like, skate. Yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm out of. Here. I'm, I'm not taking. A, <laughs> I'm not taking a chance because. Lord Spine, knows, first but, off, yeah. my main goal was to bring the family down and bring the family back. Anything happened mm-hmm. in between there, I'm really just, I'm, whatever, I'm expendable at that point. It's only yeah. getting there and back is when I'm important. <laughs> so if I was there dying like Steve Irwin, it would just, they would find me because the sharks would be having their dorsal fins up eating me. Yeah. Um, but it was neat. You know, we saw like an actual crab crab, like, i don't know it got washed up on the tide and it, that was kind of neat to see a crab and then we stayed out one night to see the ghost crabs come out of the beach oh yeah that that Very, is yeah. something i've heard about but it kind of was weird i'm like so what where we're sitting right now there could be crabs living underneath us
1: you're it, under you probably
0: yeah it, i don't know it's the weirdest thing and mm. um saw some dolphins saw a lot of dolphins but the cool thing is is Right near where we were, there was a naval base. So the first day we saw Chinook helicopters, you know, fly over the beach. We saw the Apache helicopters. I saw aircraft carriers. I saw, I don't know what they're called, but I call them warships. Um, they had the fighter jets. So I don't know what they were, the F 18s or 35s. I couldn't tell you. They're flying, though. Just some, some neat stuff going about. And the thing that got me the most. So we're 570 miles from home. And the bottom level of our condo is a parking garage because everything's up for, I'm sure, you know, for storms mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So every condo has two parking spots. And we're, we're obviously we're one car, so um, we're parked in our one spot. And then midweek, my wife goes, hey, that in that, the spots next to us, like right next to us. There was a car with an EU sticker on it, which most people, that's not going to mean anything to you. But that's Edinburgh University, which is right, like, mm-hmm. it's right here. It's it's you it's, it's my hometown.
1: Drop. Yeah, you used to live at the entrance. Yes, I, I lived yeah. right across the
0: street. And I'm like, the, the, I pass this campus every day. I'm like, no way. Oh. I get, I, you know, I, I walk around to the back of the car, and there it says, you know, EU whatever one two three four five six whatever it's a parking decal and right above it is a decal from walker brothers buick chevrolet which is the local
1: car dealership
0: and people would say well that makes sense but these eu stickers you can travel from anywhere and if you have a car you need this to park on campus but this person bought their car i'm like how is it I'm 550, 600 mm-hmm. miles from home. And the person parked right next to us literally could live across the street from me at home. Yeah. And with such low capacity, I was just like, I don't know. I don't get how this stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those things I took a picture of. Yeah. So.
1: Did you talk to them?
0: No. I mean, we we never, never ended seen. up yeah. meeting up with them. But there, it is. it is a different it is completely different down there i mean i mean obviously it's it's far enough away but the 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 different i could not so on the west side of us i don't know if it was fresh water or brackish water or was it just completely salt water i don't know um we kind of walked around the wildlife refuge that we could and i couldn't pick up what it was like was this what kind of water was this and then on the other side it's you know it's the atlantic ocean okay. And sandy, sandy soils, obviously, there. And, you know, they had crops that were already ankle high. And I'm like, man, I don't mm-hmm. even know if they planted back here. Different trees, you know, we pointed that out to the kids and stuff. But a lot more what I would call higher-end automobiles. A lot of Lexuses, Water. BMWs, Mercedes. I mean, I, I haven't seen this many Teslas anywhere. I'm just like, yeah. man, this is this is crazy down here. But I mean, it's probably normal for them. But I don't know. It's it's weird when you leave your little comfort bubble, and that's that's kind of where. Yes, and you
1: don't do it that often, and that, that that's a neat story. And that that's happened to me so many times. I mean, I think. I mean, if I remember correctly, Vance was like on the beach in Hawaii with a Muddy Creek shirt on, and someone was like, "Hey, Muddy Creek, wasn't it like
0: L.A. or something?" <laughs> he was at the airport.
1: Yeah, maybe at the airport or Las and Vegas had or something. I people say, "Hey, man, love your podcast." I was like, "What?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, way far from home. Like, That's really cool. <laughs> you like the podcast?
0: Yeah, it's 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 crazy how small of a world that gets, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, just I don't know. It, it was a, normally when I drive anywhere for you know air quote vacation, it's through Ohio, and it's to go yeah. to Kentucky to go hunting. <laughs> yeah. It is so completely different driving when instead of taking ninety, you know, to to Cleveland and then mm-hmm. Columbus Cincinnati route when you take yeah. 79 straight down and then like the turn bike yeah. East, mm-hmm. it's a lot better view on driving yeah. versus yeah. just flat oh, yeah. featureless ground.
1: Yeah. Pennsylvania. I mean, you can see what a beautiful state we actually do live in here.
0: Yeah. It's most of the state is not what I there. look like, what I live in.
1: No. And when you start heading out there and you get out there where you're probably headed South down in Breezewood, uh, on the turnpike and then you start heading south to where you were going or you just keep going. I mean, beautiful state mm-hmm. and lots of trees,
0: <laughs> tons of trees.
1: Lots of trees. Yeah.
0: So I guess this will get me into, I mean, this has really nothing to do with fishing and stuff, but I mean the whole time I'm driving down there and I'm like, okay, um, I know that, you know, just through social media and stuff, I'm like, okay, West Virginia, they got muskies, Virginia. I know mm-hmm. people down here that musky fish and stuff like that. And, there's a reason I plan the route this way, but it still brings this question up. And I'm sure there's a good reason. I'm not even going to look into it because I'm not going to change the world over this. We we hit we cut across Maryland in that little itty-bitty narrow section. Mm-hmm. Why in the world... Is anything west of that like two mile wide section of Maryland that's nothing but on/off ramps to the to the highway there? Mm-hmm. Why is everything west of that Maryland and not West Virginia?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean because the state in bottlenecks down so tight. Mm-hmm. Just cut it off and just give it to West Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just it it bothered me to think about that because it just never never really fully made sense to me, but. Yeah, so we, was that, like Bedford or something like that? Yeah. Just north yep. of there. So it was like, in essentially 15 miles, we went from Pennsylvania, Maryland, West Virginia, Virginia. Yeah. And uh, we have, we did everything um, to avoid Washington, even though the UPS wanted us to go that way. We stayed away mm. from that as much as
1: possible. Yeah. And, it's dangerous there now. They're trying to attack the Capitol. <laughs>
0: Is, I, I don't know. I'm not paying attention to any of this, but...
1: No. I mean, that's just what I heard there from a
0: while back. Oh, okay. Dangerous area. Yeah, so I just... Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm... I'm really glad of the route we took. Safe trip. You know, it was relaxing. I mean, we ate, like, garbage. And, you know, I guess that's what part of the vacation is, is... It's you what don't, you do. Yeah. It's right. So... So we got that. We got that going. I have a whole bunch of baits here shifting gears. Um, Hopefully here at the next show that we do. I'm going to kind of do our announcement on the lineup that we're going to have. I think we've pretty much narrowed this down to we're going to do probably three baits a show, maybe four baits a show on that bait review that we've uh, uh, been promoting here. I think all the baits that were promised to us have been have arrived. I'm going to try to separate these to have some casting and some trolling baits mixed in on one show and have a nice mix, but have it seasonally like mixed correctly. Like maybe baits that you're going to want to troll in the fall are not going to be reviewed in June kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: So, you know, we got some of this stuff. I mean, we got a handful of gliders. We got a top water. We got some jerk baits. We got some crank baits that, um, the makers have said, Hey, these things try these casting more than one manufacturer has said, you know, do this, you know, don't forget to leave out some casting, casting stuff on these crank baits. So, um, we're going to kind of piece this thing together and hopefully, hopefully we're going to have, you know, a solid show on it get some, a little bit of time running on these, I'm going to say middle to late June will be our first one that we do. So that's, that's the plan, you know, with this two week format we're doing, you know, it might end up being in July. It might end up being middle June. We'll see how it shakes out. So, um, we got some work ahead of us here to, to run these baits, but that's kind of the loose format we're going to do. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of positive feedback, you know, from this idea. So we want to deliver we want to deliver really good on this, but, um, other than that, Todd, how's fishing been?
1: It's, it's been, uh, well, put it this way, uh, got more fish in Pennsylvania this year than I've got in a long time to this point of the season. But I will tell you this, I fished a lot. A
0: I, I mean, are, do you feel that you're grinding <laughs> more to get them or
1: is the fishing all, just all been for sure, for sure? I mean, well, I mean, Certain places. I mean, oh, so he, he, the guys got to remember that the, these places go in. I mean, these lakes go in cycles. So I'm I'm going to bring up something I was just reading yesterday. They just had their Three Rivers chapter tournament. Uh, our Three Rivers chapter, of Muskies Inc., had their tournament at Pima Tuning. Now it's a long tournament. It's like you fish from eight to eight on Saturday, and you fish whatever on Sunday. There was like 81 people in it. And fifteen fish registered over thirty inches. I think two
0: people. subs or something like that.
1: Yeah, a couple subs. Forty uh, incher, I think, was a big fish. And I'm looking at some comments. People are like, "Wow, it was so tough. Oh my gosh, terrible, 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 terrible." Okay, let's just skip back here a few years. I, I looked at. I was looking at this because I was reading this. And I was a tournament director for Three Rivers back in, like, man, I'm going to say 2005-ish, 15 years ago. You know, uh, the club started, man, I don't know, we're probably 30 years into our club. So what would that be, or 90, mm-hmm. 95, maybe, is when, maybe when that Three Rivers chapter started. But anyhow... We used to have lots of tournaments there when we would have 40, 50, 60 people show up. And uh, th- this is a time of Tuning. And uh, there was lots of times where there were not enough fish caught to give away the three prizes. Uh,
0: I, was I remember some, at- like, they weren't, like, one fish being turned in, sometimes zero.
1: Yeah, so I was a, I was a tournament director, and we got to do with the... Uh, with the uh and this was when I was doing it like 2008, five, five maybe two thousand five through two thousand and ten, I was tournament director, and people like the club tournament, or the uh, the team tournament that we were having up at Chautauqua where you like you, you, you added them together as a team you didn't do it individually, everybody liked that, so they wanted to do it at these other lakes where whether we fished Arthur, whether we fished Pima tuning, and we did it but i as I, me being director says i don't it doesn't matter if we do it or not no one ever turns in working one fish <laughs> and, and i'm th- that was the honest to gosh truth i mean i did a tournament i have a nice big trophy done. there's there from a tournament there was 201 people in the tournament this is 2009 201 people fished and when I went back to the launch, we had caught a fish, my friend and I, and I was like, man, I don't know, because you had to go out of your way to go up to where they were doing the registration where you had to turn your fish in and we had to go back home. I was like, I don't even know if I, you know, we got that one fish. I caught a 32 inch muskie, a uh, real giant, Andy. Uh, it and, sounds and, huge. You know, it was huge. It was fat. No, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, man, I could, I'd rather just go home. And he's like, oh, we got to go. We got to fish. So we pull into the boat launch. I run into one other boat when I'm pulling that I know someone. And it's the Leopardi's, Todd and his brother, Sean. And, and he's like, you did you do any good? I said, yeah, we got a little one. We got a 32. He's like, yeah, we got one. It was 38. And uh, so now I've, I've talked to like one person. They got a 38. We got a 32. Um, and I told my buddy Nick, I was like, "Come, oh, man, let's just go home. He's like, no, no, we, you know, we got to go. I don't think there was that many caught. Okay, so we'll go. So we go to the awards thing and there's a guy sitting at the table, you go turn your paperwork in. When I walk up, I turn my paperwork in. And at the same time Leopardi turns his paperwork in, his brother Sean caught the fish. Todd's Todd's brother Sean. And uh it, it you know, the time time's ticking down. There's like twenty minutes left or ten minutes left, and we I'm keep glancing at the table every once in a while, no one's walking up. Well, long story short, 201 people, there were two fish turned in on that lake in 2009. A 38 and a 32.
0: So essentially, of the fish caught, you were last place.
1: I was last place. I finished in the uh, 99th percentile. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, so it, so that,
0: okay, more or less,
1: it, it, it's come a long way. Like, and we had a burst here. That they've had some tournaments where it took a few fish, but like when we used to have club tournaments where you turned in your fish, and it was they added the points from all the tournaments, and you could win the uh, tournament champion of the year. I, know, I did that like in two thousand ninety seven, but it was just, it didn't matter, like most years there were most years there was more fish turned in on the lake that I guide on Lake Chautauqua than there was on those other lakes. And if you added them up for the first 10, 15 years of the club, every tournament would turn in more fish at Chautauqua. That's why you you couldn't do the team tournaments. Now it went through a little spurt where everything was, has been pretty good up there. They've been catching fish, but, uh, could it be just water is super clear up there, which is a lot different? You know, we, we, we've we uh, – the few times I fished it last year, I did much better than the many times I fished this year. And everybody I'm talking to is saying the same thing. The fish are still there. But, uh, they, I mean, th- things go in spurts. And people are really – it was funny. It was like, wow, how tough, you know, how bad. And it's like – how long have you been fishing up there? You know, well, <laughs> I, I think mean, most of these people started fishing here two or three years ago. I'm going to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like so. So there's a thing called shifting baseline syndrome, uh-huh. in that you, when you kind of got into it, it was normal. Zero, one, two, three, four, five fish being torn yes. in on a huge turnout. Yeah. So for every hundred anglers on that tournament that you just said one fish was caught mm-hmm. so
1: we have lots of tournaments like that i have i have placed lots of times in this tournament up there with a fish i remember getting a 36 inch casting i got second place stuff like that yeah so it didn't take much and then the last few years have been pretty pretty good and now everyone is just like beside themselves what is going on oh my gosh
0: well yeah so you know to, to continue <laughs> on with to this shifting baseline me. is you're like wow these are the 17 fish or 15 fish hauled in with 80 anglers wow mm-hmm. we we used to have two and a half times the turnout and you know a few times whatever 15 by two and a half you're at 37 38 39 fish essentially the same, wow! That's thirty nine is fifteen times, you know, eighteen yeah. times better <laughs> yeah. than what we did just fifteen years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, it's and, way it's, different. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, that's a long tournament, but that's from what the lake usually puts out. That's pretty darn good.
0: <laughs> right, and and like to me, to me. <laughs> ultimately, I mean, you can put pick the. 50 best, however you can, I don't even know how you can quantify it. 50 best muskie anglers on a lake, on a weekend, or a set of days. Yeah. There's a chance they're going to get blanked. There's a chance they're going to clean house. More Mm -hmm. than likely, it's going to be a mix of stuff. Some people are going to figure out, some people won't. But Mm -hmm. it's still fishing.
1: Yes. And it happens. It, it it's happened throughout my whole career. I mean, you take, you look back to when back long, well, it's going to be 20 years. It's 20 years ago. now. it was probably like 20 years ago this weekend when, uh, you know, they had the, the when I fished the PMTT there with Dale at the Fox chain of lakes, it probably re- literally was like the last, it was probably like 20 years and a week, <laughs> uh, you had 100. You had 126 boats doing that tournament on the Fox Chain of Lakes, and uh, you you fished your nine hour day the first day. You you did a PMTT with me one time, and you fished your seven hours the second day, Andy. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, Dale and I got one on Saturday. We've told the story many times. Dale and then Dale got one on Saturday. I got one on Sunday. We went in. There was a total of nine fish caught. Dale and I got two of them. We won the tournament. 125
0: boats, Boats, which is probably, what, 240 people?
1: Yeah, 240. There might have been a few people fishing alone. Does that show you that that lake is just terrible? Absolutely not. You know, you can have good weekends. You can have bad weekends, but... uh... You know that that's it's not it's not like we won a tournament by catching all these fish. Everyone's like, "Wow, you guys are really killing them!" I'm like, "No, it's really really sucks to be honest with." But but we got a couple fish. You know, uh, that's just the way that's the way this sport goes, and it's just funny. I see some of the reactions of people. Uh,
0: I mean, you can also have have it the other way. You Mm -hmm. can, I mean, you can have like, you know, I know a lot of guides will not openly admit this, but there are days that some guides get blanked on St. Clair. Oh. So if you get blanked, does it mean the lake sucks? Well, maybe it sucked that day, but you can Mm -hmm. also have low density lakes give up Mm -hmm. a a flurry of fish Mm -hmm. and people Mm -hmm. are like, holy crap, this lake has turned around. Yeah did it yes. or was it just a great or was day it
1: just that weekend yeah yep i mean i, I mean you the, the more you get the fish the more you realize that it happens i mean it happened. it's happened to me here in pennsylvania at times where I, i've had incredible days fishing in pennsylvania on some of these bodies of water but i do i expect that absolutely not <laughs> you know well, the more you get to do it, the more you... <laughs> I, I, it was
0: just recently. I mean, it was a couple of weeks ago. So, um, you know, we, we had like this, so this, this incorporates two different topics that we've kind of talked about mm-hmm. already. You know, people are like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's so cold. And, and you know, it's, this is so unseasonable for may and this and that and whatever. And then I'm, I think back, you know, what you just said. So, I'm going to hit both topics and I'm going to bring it around. So I'm going to wrap this one up. So people talking about like this crappy weather in May and blah, blah, blah. Everything sucks. And then, you know, you having great days in Pennsylvania. And this is going to go back probably six, seven years. And what really reminded me of this was the person that you took out that day was recently at our shop. I had to fix something for them. And it was Mother's Day on Woodcock. (laughs) <laughs> do you remember okay so the reason i'm talking so yep. freely about woodcock is more than likely there's hardly I've any like, huskies
1: left in it but yeah i've done like three charger trips there and that's where you wanted to go
0: <laughs> and and you yeah. I, I forget how many you caught like seven or nine or five some a yeah. good number yeah and but the the thing that stood out the most was on that day you had bright sun you had wind you had clouds, mm. you had rain, and you had snow.
1: Yeah, snow and sleet, yeah.
0: You, you had every season during mm. that day, <laughs> and, and you still, what was it? I don't know. Was it the moon? Maybe. Was it luck? Yeah. It possibly yeah. could have had something to do with it. Were you just on them? Maybe. Yeah. But I think back, I'm like, wait a minute, that was whatever. Say even eight years ago, I'm like, I didn't think anything weird about that weather back on that Mother's Day, but we were complaining, oh, it's only been 55 and rain here. I'm like, wait, this day had everything with snow, no. <laughs> and you were still banging fish.
1: Yeah. And we were the only ones on the whole entire lake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, it, it, was, it was crazy.
1: Because no one would go there that day because and it was
0: horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It was in the Lund, and, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys got up. You got woodcock quality fish, but
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. I've had that happen numerous times. You know, uh, maybe a lot of days you don't expect it to happen, but and then you you know you have great you have days that look great, and it just doesn't happen. It just seems really, just really funny to me, like the the ups and downs that I see guys go through, and are like, wow, so tough up there. time am attending. And, you know, when I see them post that, I I, sometimes I even click to see, like, who is this guy? How long has he been fishing there? And normally it's.
0: It was whatever. It was six, eight, ten years ago when the big thing was people were, you know, they're doing the same program. Real short line trolling shallow. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's the appeal to this? And they're like, well, when you catch one, it's going to be a giant. Mm-hmm. And these people go there, knowing that they're just essentially gonna take a whooping, but mm-hmm. the fish they catch is going to be a top tier fish for the area yes and and they and, went there like happily to do this yes. all day long, and I'm not saying the same people, but it's just it's so weird how it has faded to where mm-hmm. hey I want to catch six fish a day i used to, I did this last year at six fish a day, and this place sucks, yes. and you're like there are people that fish all spring. And not mm-hmm. catch one, and they were just mm-hmm. happy because it could have happened.
1: Yeah, and 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 we time tuning did go through a spell like that. There was I can remember one of our tournaments when I was the director. There was like three fish caught, fifty two and a half that weighed like forty some pounds. One of my best friends caught it, uh, biggest fish that he had ever caught in his entire life. Only fish he ever caught out of the lake that it, at that probably still to this day, and he'd fished. Canada. He had fished all over the country. Uh, well, our country, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Canada, you know. Uh, 52 and a half, like 46, and uh, 44. Three fish were turned in in that tournament. <laughs> yeah. One of the ones who has a tournament director. And that, that's what you were looking for there. Then it's changed to where, man, if you're not like getting five a day, really bad uh that's that's how the lake has changed in the last three years the fish aren't near as big now there's no doubt there's more in there they're not near they're nothing like it was back then uh they're not near as thick but uh
0: yeah Yeah, i mean it 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 is they they go through cycles (laughs) yeah and there's always going to be more shorter fish than longer fish so, I mean, there could still be the same density of big tankers. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I think of this like, especially trolling walleye. Like, so you, you catch whatever, a 14 and a half inch, and you're like, was there a 30-incher about to bite this, and this thing came and swiped it out from its face? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you think of that stuff. It's just the, the yeah. density of the various age classes, mm-hmm. or I'm going to just say lengths. You have no idea what's going down, yeah. what's going on down there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could have been a quarter inch away from having a just yeah. an absolute tank. Yep. It's. It, I don't know. It's. It's neat stuff. I mean, I. I have little interest. I have as much interest in going turkey hunting as I do going down and doing the pomatuning early season stuff. <laughs> and it's partly. It's partly because of the crowds. And just Mm -hmm. like what I've kind of talked about is just, I don't want to go down there and deal with other people. Yeah. I'd suit her. Yeah.
1: And, 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 you know, Pymatini was not bad. It was nothing like last year. Not bad early on. But we had such, once again, I mean, I was fishing in snow and sleet and hail. There's a lot of times I was the only one at the ramp. I was launching in the south mostly, and Vance was launching up north, and lots of times it was. There was nobody out because no one were, wasn't really that nice of weather to be doing it. But uh, yeah,
0: it, it, it's yeah, it's one of these. It's, I guess it's all in what you find the enjoyment in. Some people mm-hmm. want to have. I need to have this fish. I got to have it. I'm going to go get it. Yeah. I don't care what I have to deal with. Me, I'd sooner just be like, you know what, have your hot bite. I'm going to go find a poor, to mediocre bite over here and be yeah. alone.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah so other than that i mean anything new good news bad news on the boat front everything's running good you're about to move in up north
1: yeah we'll we'll see i think everything's running good it's uh year four on the ranger and we're gonna go up and Start full bore starting on Saturday, so like Saturday, as That's in clear. like
0: five days Saturday, or uh, or like a week, no, two weeks. No,
1: like like five days Saturday. Yeah,
0: it opens up this Saturday.
1: Yeah, and then I'm coming home. Uh, coming home, we have a lot of we had some family issues and or some things happened in the family. So I'm going to come home and we're going to have a little thing here Fourth of July weekend. So I'm taking the the second, third, and fourth off, but be fishing every day up until then.
0: I thought it was the last. I mean, I should have known this better, but I it. I don't. I just don't. And time is slipping by. Like, I think I have a bunch more time to get things done. And I'm like, oh, wait, I don't. And,
1: you should uh, get your food plots in. It's I, I mean, I've, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm seeing, <laughs> like, these
0: farmers and stuff like that racing to get their crops in right now. And I'm like, I didn't think it was, like, I think you guys are on the cusp of early. And it always seemed every year. People are like trying to squeak those. I'm like, it's fine. It's spring plots. You you have a month to get them in. You'll be yeah. fine. The ones that matter come in August. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I mean
1: that's yeah. Last Saturday in May is the opener, which is next weekend. It's actually kind of late this year. Memorial Day is Monday. With twenty nine, thirty, and thirty one.
0: Oh my god! I'm a week behind. Yeah. That's why I'm like, man, are you sure it's just Saturday? I thought there was another Saturday afterwards. I'm 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 so a completely week off. You had a
1: good off. time on your vacation that week didn't even count. You never not even count it that week.
0: Well, you, you know, like the <laughs> the clock and calendar seem to exist when the only thing you have to do is sit on the couch or sit on the beach, mm-hmm. and stuff just kind of melts together and and
1: it took the week off, but that week still passed, man.
0: Yeah, it it still passed. And then, so another thing I noticed talking about time on this, even though I'm in the the same time zone, the fact Mm -hmm. that there's probably, I didn't look look it up. There had to have been at least a 20 minute difference between sunrise and sunset from what I'm used to. And there was like a slight bit of jet lag because of it. Like it it was just, it it sounds dumb. It was just weird. Mm -hmm. It was weird feeling because I'm like, man, this sun seems to be coming up early, and yeah. then I'm like, oh wait, crap, it's it's dark out. I'm like, well, it's dark out. I'm like, it's still light out at home. Like, I it just it it didn't feel right. And I'm like, oh wait, just because and I had to explain this to to my wife. I said just because you're in the same time zone doesn't mean the sun is going to rise at six a.m. across oh, the right. entire time zone, and. Depending on like if you're on the western yeah, you can side go of all
1: it. Across the state, I mean, you look at your hunting hours. Yep, just across Pennsylvania, you got 20 minutes different. We're on the far end, 20 minutes.
0: Yep, yep.
1: And it shows when you're used to getting up at a certain time. And
0: yeah, it, it was. It, it took me a few days to finally pinpoint why this felt weird. Mm-hmm. And um, but
1: probably bright daylight by five thirty.
0: It, it was because uh, we tried to get up early to like, Hey, let's go try to like, after I talked to you that day, I'm like, Hey yeah. kids, let's wake up early and try to go comb the beach before everyone else gets down there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to wake up at like six o'clock. We're going to just throw our stuff on and go down there. <laughs> and I'm like, the sun's up. What's yeah, what's 30, wrong yeah. with this? <laughs> That's when it really hit me. But then I'm like, and then I'm like that night. I'm like, man, I'm whooped. It's like eight thirty and it's dark. <laughs> Yeah, we got a half hour different. Yeah. So but yeah, anyways, it was it was fun stuff. It was fun, but yeah, so All right. you got Chautauqua coming up. You really don't have anything any openings. You're gonna fish for whatever, five weeks straight.
1: Yeah, I mean I got I got a, Somebody canceled a day in July, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna say I don't have any openings. I do have some openings in August. I don't have a lot planned for August, but I'll still do 15, to 15 days or so. okay No Vance is the same boat he's 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 booked up, but I'm no you know he's gonna get the occasional cancellation, but I mean usually we got a list of guys, but give us a call if you want to go. We're gonna do our best it's i'm looking looking forward to it actually uh.
0: tired of being a bum huh not working
1: well <laughs> i've been doing plenty of work too much work that's probably why i want to go
0: because <laughs> it's like summer summer camp for you
1: in <laughs> the new kitchen and all that crap. And, oh gosh yeah
0: with with the inexpensive lumber
1: yeah waiting on everything everything waiting uh yeah Fun stuff. Look forward to it. Make yeah. some money, replenish the funds for the next year. Then do it again.
0: Pretty much. That's how this works.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the way the world works when you work. Yeah.
0: All right. Well let's let's wrap this one up right here. Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, VIX Marine, Ranger Boats. And Aqua Traction. And with that, um, I don't think there's any other announcements.
1: So, uh, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. Good luck fishing.